0: You are listening to Beyond The Score. Insights and tips to help you move forward in your music career. By Millicent Stevenson. Hi, I'm Millicent Stevenson. Around episode 7 of my podcast, I posed the question, is it time to leave the band and go solo? And I went on to explore sort of band wars and the different things that happen in bands that make us a little bit uncomfortable, which may cause us to think about going solo. But I also included some of the solutions as well. So today, I just really want to look at what's it like going solo? Now, we know of people, Michael Jackson left the Jackson 5, Lionel Richie left the Commodores, Yeah, I know it's old school names, but, you know, Michael Jackson's the king of pop (laughs) or was the king of pop. Um, But they're great artists, you know, Um, people go their separate ways. Me, I've been a solo artist for over 10 years. But before that, the majority of my time, I've been in music interest about maybe 34 years. So the other 20 odd years, I worked predominantly in bands and groups and choirs. Um, I wasn't a solo artist. I did the odd gig or two on my own. No, nah, it was all right, I didn't particularly enjoy it. But I think as I got older and maturer and um, developing in my music, I found that I had an expression I wanted to bring and I didn't feel as though I could do that in a band setting. Now, don't get me wrong, I do have a backing band, so I, I go out with a band, but I lead the band. Um, in the previous bands I was in, I was not necessarily leader, I was the MD, but as a sax player, you know, you're playing in the band, you're just filling in and noodling around on stuff. If you're in a brass section, then you're doing the brass lines in the music. So I just found that when I soloed in the bands that I enjoyed it and I felt like, oh, I'd like to do a bit more. But, you know, you'll have like an eight-bar break or something or a verse and that's it. You know, it's all band work. Um, the number one thing that made the decision for me was the fact that not everyone in the band was swimming in the same direction. And that just frustrated, frustrated me so much. And I was just trying to get people to understand, waiting for them to catch up. And I just kind of thought to myself, Mill, you're not getting any younger. You know, you can stay here and work with this band and wait a few more months, a few more years for people to understand and get on the same page. Or you can go try and do it yourself. I decided to do it myself. And um, I haven't looked back and and I enjoy it. I really, really enjoy it. Now... Don't just rush out because you listen to this podcast and say, "Right, I'm gone." She said that I'm gone. No, I, I don't do that. I really want you to make, uh, uh, take the time to really think it through, and to figure out the reasons why you're going or the reasons why you're staying. Some of the difficulties of being a solo artist are these: you have got to find the motivation. You have got to get up. And remind yourself you need to practice. Remind yourself you need to make those phone calls. Uh, remind yourself you've got to do X, Y, Z. You have to do it. You don't have a band member who's taking up the slack and making the phone calls to another band member who's saying, come on, it's time to practice. You, yourself, have to say to yourself, it's time to go do that. A second reason why going solo is difficult is that Um, you have to find the funding for the equipment yourself. Of course, you can apply for funding, but what I mean by this is that if you're in a band and and it's necessary to have a new amplifier or a new PA system or whatever it is, as bandmates, you can all pool your money together, put it in a pot, go get what you need. As a solo artist, you have to put your hand in your own pocket, which might have a hole, to find you can't afford that new amp, and you've got to wait and you've got to rough it and maybe you have to hire instead or turn down certain gigs because you haven't got the equipment that you need to, to work properly. The third point is you have to be your own counsel. You know, if you get to a perplexing situation, you've got to decide what you do about it and you won't have the rest of the band or other people you can talk to. Of course, if you've got a trusted friend, a partner, a husband, wife, then you can speak to them and they can give you some tips. But as a solo artist, you've got to figure out what you're gonna do. Another downside to it is it can be lonely. Not just traveling on your own, you know, and maybe you're fine with that. You know, maybe it's okay to travel on your own. You like your own company, you put your music on, you're good to go. But if you're working from home, then you're spending your time at home, doing all what you've got to do. Then you go out to your gig and you come back. So you can find that you don't have a lot of contact with people. And if you're a people person, that can really drive you potty. So another thing to consider. And I think another thing I'd say here is that you are your own roadie. You are your own booking agent. You are your own um, bookkeeper. Um, you are wearing all of these hats. Whereas in a band, that could be shared. Someone else could be doing these different roles. You know, I worked in one band where the singers just rock up and pick up their microphones. That's about it. Whereas, you know, everyone else picks up their instrument. But when you're working solo, you've got to put up and pull down your PA system, your equipment. Um, If you're singing, obviously, it's going to be probably your music stand and your mic and whatever. But you've got to do all these things. What are the pluses? Well, believe it or not, despite having all those negatives, I really enjoy being a soloist. I enjoy being a soloist because, one, I don't have that band hassle. I really don't have that. I have my own hassle, which I have to sort out, but I don't have that band hassle. I have to make my own decisions myself. And whenever I write music, if I write it myself no co-rights. I own 100% of the rights and 100% of that money. Well, and the taxman. But you get the picture. Um, I stand on stage. I own the stage. I've got the full spotlight on me. Sounds very narcissistic, I know, but it appeals to me. That's why I'm a soloist. Um, in a band, you like to just share that spotlight. You're happy just being in the back a little and someone else take up the front. And I guess the other thing about being solo is you set your direction and you go. You set the, when I say the direction, I'm not meaning driving, but I'm saying in terms of your business and where your music business is going, it's you that makes that call and you just go for it. And being a solo artist, you know, you've got to maintain yourself. You've got to maintain your direction. How do you do that? How do you keep yourself going? I'll cover that in another episode. Okay, Um, I think there's a lot more could be said. What do you think? Are there other reasons why you think being solo is great or not great? Um, Drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, you might be interested to know that Millicent has written a groundbreaking booklet called Revealed 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. You can get your free copy today by clicking on the link below or by visiting her website, millicentstevenson.com. Millicent is an award-winning saxophonist, founder and creative director of Cofemny. She is currently serving on the Midlands Regional Committee of the Musicians' Union and also the Equalities Subcommittee. She is an endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads.